It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Tuned into the Navarro Miller Report, featuring the hottest in news, entertainment, sports, and all those topics for the mainstream audience. The Navarro Miller Report. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Navarro Miller Report. I'm your host, Dave Navarro. I'm Jeremy Miller. And I'm the and there, with a, well, no problem with us. We have our special guest host, McKenna Camille, rising star right here, who's a little overzealous there. I mean, she's excited, aren't you? You're excited. No, I'm just playing with you. Mean to be. <laughs> no, I love the energy. I love it. She's ready to get going. Right? She's ready to just dive in there. Be like, let me at him, coach. Let me at him. I got it. I got it. Let me get give me give me the ball. But thank you so much for being with us here, uh, McKenna. I mean, how you doing? I know that you're uh, you're talking to us live from New York, right? Yes, my New York apartment. <laughs> ah, and you're loving every minute of it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it took her a minute to answer that question. Oh, She's yeah, like, totally She's like, hold on. Can Let me think about it for two <laughs> seconds. Are you from New York or are you a transplant? Are you there work for working and, you know? No, I'm just here because I go to NYU. Oh, I'm okay. from Oregon. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I'm, sorry, what are you I'm sorry, Oregon is a great place. Man. It's Oregon green. What can I say? What can I say? It's I green. Love Oregon. You're from LA. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. And I love Oregon. I honestly, Oregon's. I don't know what he's talking about. Oregon's one of my I'm favorite places in the world to go visit. I'm kidding. God, I feel attacked today. Jeez. And you're going to be. We're not done yet. Right. Nice. <laughs> it's very, very sweet of you. Yeah, Anyways. <laughs> We got a great show for all of you today, um, but as it's as, as it is customary uh, on the Navarro Miller Report, we started doing uh, some TikTok videos th- to get our you know both our reaction and everybody's watching's reaction to this. Now, uh, Jeremy, this is something that um, I wonder if this type of Jedi mind trick can work on couples that are having arguments or something like that. It's it's a very interesting mind trick. Check it out. You better come hold these damn clothes. Ever since the pandemic, you swear you don't have to do nothing around this house, but you're wrong. You're completely wrong. I'm tired of doing every... What the fuck is that? Who the fuck do you think you're... <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I mean... I don't know if anybody caught that. <laughs> McKenna's having a uh, moment here. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a duet from this woman that has like a farm. And that ostrich or whatever always comes after her. She, she calls that ostrich Karen. Karen is so mean to her. When she turns around, Karen just goes running. And all she has to do is put her hand out. So now guys 
are trying to do the same thing to their spouses when they start arguing. Don't know if that would work. Be, be, now, know, now, now, be careful in your words, Jeremy, because your fiance oh, is actually just logged on right now. <laughs> I don't have to be careful in my words. You know what would happen to me if I tried something like that. I'd be I ducking mean, lefts and rights. So it's, uh, a, no. it's a Jedi mind trick, though. It's like stop. You know. Apparently, the force is not strong with that one. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, McKenna, if if a guy that you're dating or a boyfriend or whoever would do that to you, what, what would you? What would be the next step? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's thinking. That's not good. When she's thinking, she's already plotting the evilness. <laughs> I would say a really good punch in the face. Solid. Probably. Solid. Maybe Solid. I put on like, a combat boot and just do a nice like kick in the shins. Ow. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a classic. Yeah, right? Yep. See? Owie. Yeah. That would... <laughs> Freaking a combat yeah, guys dude. behave yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, don't, you, you don't want to piss McKenna off. <laughs> I wouldn't want to piss her off, actually. Uh, but in in essence, there's also actually pranks that couples love to go ahead and do with oh. one another. This one right here, <laughs> it was kind of funny when I saw it, but at the same time, a little cruel. Check it out. My wife fell asleep. Where's my phone? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's actually a good prank to put on anybody, to be honest. That's, that is. That's a brilliant prank either way. Listen, the only thing I can think of is her hair getting caught in the tape. Oh, yeah, that would have been messed up. I That's would a good point. That's I a very good point. I would. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That, like, made me cringe. I was like, that would just be. So painful. <laughs> oh, no. See, there's there's the woman's perspective on that. Uh, I haven't thought of that at all. Okay, but like you don't have hair, like all. I did at one. I did at one point. I did at one point. Uh, down past the middle of my back in my younger head headbanger okay, so days. So have you ever gotten? So tape? I do get that, but yeah. it's been a long. It's been a long time. So. Tape in your hair, like I've had thick tape, and it's over. There's like a moment where you just look at it and you're like, "This is my life." <laughs> this is my life. This, yeah. this is where this is where it is right here. Yeah. Oh no, my god. Yeah. No, but that's just like it's like it's almost like I remember that one prank that uh, this guy kept on doing at a local beach in Venice, where these big bodybuilders would be like washing their hair because they have like showers and stuff in Venice oh Beach, god, so and the guy just kept on squeezing like shampoo on his head, and the guy's like, "What the hell's going on? This thing's not coming off!" Like. 
that's just a beautiful prank to do to somebody. And then when they found out, he went running for the hills real fast. <laughs> now, I, I like that prank more than some of the others that you see a lot of these boyfriends posting. You know, I mean, the, you know, scaring the living bejesus out of her at different times or smacking her with a pillow as she comes around a corner. I'm just like, are you guys trying to end the relationship or no die? Kidding. Which is no kidding. No kidding. No, you're definitely right about that. But in, in, in talking about relationships and everything else, uh, a, a, a TikToker, a uh, very popular TikToker, his name is Charlie Classic. He actually had a very valid, valid gripe with people that base their entire lives off of astrology. Astro and if many of you don't know what astrology is, that's, you know, signs like Aries, Cancer, Gemini, etc. And they base a lot of their lives off of that. They have a tendency of their entire lives revolve around that practically. So he had he, he, he had a rant to talk about when it comes to that. All right. I, I can't hold it in anymore. I can't not say nothing. It's driving me insane. We have to talk about a group of people who are the biggest racist on this planet. Well, they say they're all about peace and happiness and love, but what they're really about is judging you on the date that your parents banged. Yeah, yeah, you heard me right. There's an entire group of people that judge you based on what date you crawled out of your mama's poontang prison. Here in these parts, we call them space racist. They have books that tell them who everybody is as a person before they even meet them. Mm, think judgmental Christians on shrooms. I legit <laughs> know girls who will not talk to people if they're Scorpios. I had a girl cancel a shoot because the moon was in retrograde and it made her cat act funny. <laughs> I had a girl on a date tell me, if only you were a Leo, you'd be so hot. They have to be stopped. We cannot let the Cosmic Crystal Clan keep up this audacity. There's going to be a girl who says I'm saying this because I'm a Pisces. I swear to God, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Charlie's got this tendency of going on these rants, and my God, they're brilliant rants. <laughs> I, I, McKenna, I mean, I know that. What do you think? I don't. I am. I'm not an astrology person, but my I do have something that I really want right now, and my friend said she was gonna go do something with her crystal, so I'm like, <laughs> yes, astrology crystal. <laughs> Manifestation. So, um, ask me like in a week, and I think like what is even. But right now, I'm 100% all for it. Here's hoping that that video didn't deter you at all. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was I too mean, good, dude. I mean, just the what do you like? We have Joni like cracking up, Shane. Poontang prison, really? Are you kidding? That, first of all, yeah, that was that was out there. That was great, but I mean. Picture judgmental Christians on shrooms has got to be my favorite line <laughs> ever because I, you know, I mean, that's my faith, but I am the first person to criticize, you know, how judgmental as a whole, uh, <laughs> you know, Christians tend to be. So that was, that's just hysterical to me to compare it in that way. And uh, man, that was one of the funniest quick rants I've seen in a bit. Oh, yeah. no, it was bad. It was so bad, but. I mean, it was. I, I love them. I love, like I said, I love doing these these TikTok videos because the reaction from everybody else is freaking hilarious. I, when I watch it, I start cracking up. I'm like, oh my god, he did not just say that. But anyways, um, going from that to our top story, and this actually this story just broke. 
about a couple of hours ago. Britney Spears is officially a free woman. She is no longer uh, under any conservatorship whatsoever. She is now free to be able to uh, get married, buy a house, uh, <laughs> vote probably i don't know um but she's able to do a lot of things on her own now without anybody telling her what to do jeremy i know that this is something that you've been talking about a lot these past few weeks i mean your thoughts on on her finally fe- being free it is about damn time this has been one of the most ridiculous sagas up to this point You know, I understand the reasoning for conservatorship, okay? There are very valid reasons at times when people are severely struggling with mental health issues. As we've gone over, I'm not going to beat the dead horse. Having the people who had the most to gain from controlling her life be in control of her life was a huge, huge problem. That's a huge conflict of interest. And for it to finally be done and for her to be able to live again is amazing. I mean, every child star should be celebrating for this right now. Every entertainer who came out of this business should be celebrating this right now. This is a big deal. And I mean, McKenna, not only not only are you a rising star in the music industry, but you're also an advocate for uh, mental wellness. So this is definitely something that you have an opinion on, I'm sure. I mean, I feel like my my opinions can be summed up in a very quick, like, thank God. Because I'm, you know, I'm a 2000s baby. So, I like, Britney Spears was my, like, entire, you know, elementary school. I was just, I love Britney Spears. Actually, I literally have, like, a red cat suit hanging up in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, so I'm, I'm overly thrilled, but like also at the same time, I'm like, seriously, like it's been like a long time. Yeah. Like it's been a little too long. No doubt. And right now it seems that it's, it's not actually, this is just the beginning of more possible uh, issues that, that both her father uh, and uh, people that were handling her estate may be facing like uh, uh, Jamie Fears is one and her uh, business manager Lou Taylor is another one that may be actually uh, facing investigation if Britney chooses to move forward on possibly finding out you know what's been going on with her money where's her money going uh, I mean basically the the uh, the uh, lawyer for Britney Matthew Rosengart is saying that uh, 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 quote, this is from TMZ, it says, quote, this doesn't end the dispute over the way the conservatorship was handled because Rosengart has made it clear he wants a full accounting from everyone involved in the conservatorship, especially Jamie Spears and business manager Lou Taylor to show how much money they have moved from the conservatorship to their accounts. Now, all that said, Rosengart said, ultimately, it's up to Brittany on whether she wants to pursue Jamie and Lou Taylor. So if if Britney decides to move forward on this, this could get very messy very quickly for everybody that apparently handled her money. I mean, this is going to get this is going to get really hectic, Jeremy. It absolutely could. And my word of caution, dear Lord, if anybody, you know, relayed this to her because I'm, you know, hopefully, you know, she sees it or something is just to be cautious with that stuff. You know, if it serves your mental health, to know what happened 
and to try and go down that road because that'll give you closure that's one thing but chasing down those demons now that you're getting better can be very detrimental to one's you know mental health that creating even more drama and more issues um you know that can be very touchy so i would i would caution her to uh you know just stay very self-aware of how she's doing and um you know if she if it serves a purpose and it's going to help her then absolutely you know chase this down and pursue it but if she doesn't need to you know i'm not a therapist i'm not a psychiatrist but her mental health will probably benefit from not going down this road that's going to cause a circus it's possible and uh, mckenna i mean i mean again you you're an advocate for uh you know well uh, mental wellness and everything uh, and and also you're in school. You told you told me uh, before the show started that your minor is having to do with with what the industry is about. I mean, would you? What, what are your thoughts on other people handling money for Britney? Listen, I don't like it. <laughs> I just like I'm a control freak, so maybe that's why I, I'm it, like just thinking about it gives me like anxiety because like I know like the reason I'm minoring in what I'm minoring in was just like business and the entertainment industry is because I want to know what's going on. Like Very I want to be able to talk like you know what I mean. I want to be able to read the contract and like understand it. It's like no one's doing my stuff for me. I'm doing it for myself. Um, or if you know there is someone doing it for me, I'm like knowing what's going on. So it that's why like something like this is like so anxiety inducing for me because I'm like this is exactly like what I'm not wanting mm -hmm. to happen. It's exactly why I'm studying what I am. And that's something that I I mean I would have to say that many artists, many rising stars should also consider doing the same thing because I mean Jeremy, you've been in the industry for years and I'm but you started at a very young very young age. I mean you it was went through this type of stuff. I did, but it was different in that I was a kid. You know, I, I got my first contracts, you know, when I was five years old and eight years old. And I mean, I didn't really start paying attention to the business side of things until I was, you know, 14 or so when I started actually asking questions about, you know, what's going on with the contract, where the money's going, that kind of stuff. Otherwise, it was handled by my parents. And my mom was very uh, naive. And we were taken advantage of by my step dick and we were taken advantage of by my ex accountant who embezzled money and didn't file my taxes for the state for like seven years and almost got us thrown in jail. And I had to pay the state a huge, I mean, basically most of what I'd made on the show that was in my uh, trust account. So, you know, I kudos to you truthfully because it's the smartest thing any entertainer can do is be business savvy and learn that side of it. Um, you know, ask questions always and don't trust anybody when it comes to the money and the contracts. You know, that's the truth. Unfortunately, we've seen it. I mean, I trust my parents. I try, well, I trust my mom. I trust my family. But again, they weren't business savvy. So yeah. their trust was put in the wrong person. Here's a, you know, here's, a so, question, here's a question for you, Jeremy. Would you trust me with your money? With my money? No, I don't trust. I don't. I don't trust you with like my, my lunch when I walk away from the table. Much less money. 
that hurts and I feel totally attacked by both of you. Okay, by both of you. Both. You asked. I, I asked Jeremy, yeah. not you, McKenna. Okay, I asked Jeremy, not you. Okay, I'm, I'm walking away from it. I'm on the show. She's <laughs> the co-host for today. She gets to chime yeah. in whenever she wants there, buddy. True, everybody abuses me. I feel like the victim. I am the victim. I am the victim. You here. like it, you know it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so far, it seems that, uh, like I said, Brittany, she's, uh, she's, she's now a free woman. She gets to decide... Make her decision. She even gets to decide to have a child if she wants to. That's how much they had control over this woman. It's not fair. She's an adult. Granted, she had she had a mental breakdown. I mean, and she has mental issues. But to have somebody tell you, you know, you have to talk to me first before you have a child. Like, come on. Bugs in her room. I mean, I heard about that, too. I mean, this is this was a ridiculous level of control. It's almost sociopathic, and it was doing her more harm than good from the start. I mean, that's just, you could see it, and everything we've heard confirms that. So, again, I would say she's still performing. She still has the drive. She's still a musician. She's going to make plenty of money in her career. I would beg her not to chase this down. I really would. She's talked about very vehemently how she just wants to get out of this and kind of have go. a life again. Please, Brittany, let it go, girl. Just let it go. Honestly, move on. Do your thing. But oh, unless unless there's something in your mental health that you can't let, like you said, McKenna, maybe it's a, an anxiety issue that it brings up not knowing for her, whatever it is. If that's the case, I understand. But if not, it's it's just a getting back at people type thing or it's a money thing. And either of those don't matter because you got plenty. You're going to make more. And I mean, you're just an amazing human being. I mean, she is. From what I've seen, she is getting it back together. I, I have a lot of respect. She's already for in the studio. She's, al- she's already in the I mean. studio working on music now. That's what I mean. So, dear Lord, please just just let it go and move forward with your life. I, I, I it would it would be so much better in the long run, I would guess for your you know in my humble opinion for your mental health and she's also there there, she's like i said she's in the studio right now recording new music uh that she's very excited about according to her attorney uh but there still hasn't been any word if she's going to actually do any live performances at this time so Mm -hmm. maybe she might eventually i mean she has a lot of on like a lot of stuff on her plate now that she's free i mean she has a wedding to plan she has music she's working on so maybe performing live is probably in the back of her head who knows? We'll just have to wait and see and find out what happens next. In other entertainment news, Adele's new album has dropped, and she is actually saying that this album is, uh, in a sense, um, it's 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 actually something for the pandemic, according to her right now. And she's basically saying that this is coming from The Hollywood Reporter, uh, saying, quote, But with the decision to release 30 in the midst of an ongoing pandemic came the awareness that this troubled era would hang over her new music. The singer suggests that the album and its singles may end up, for some listeners, being defined by the global experience. She says, quote, no one wants to remember this period of time. Obviously, it's way better than last year. But the day my album comes out, someone's loved one will have died from COVID. For, for them, it's going to be a reminder every time they hear Easy On Me on the radio. That's, that's uh, for this right now, that's actually very deep uh, to be posting, to, to use their platform 
to, for awareness. I actually commend Adele for that. Um, well, I, I think, I mean, it's, it's awesome, but she didn't create the album for that, sounds like. It sounds more that she's acknowledging the fact that because of the time period that it's being released, people will have a natural association with the different, more tragic things they've been going through during this. I mean, I can say during, there's definitely a set of music from 9-11 that I can't hear today without associating with those feelings and those things that happened back then. And so I can, I can definitely understand what she's saying. And McKenna, I mean, you know, again, you're, you're a musical artist. Have you been, like during this pandemic, I'm sure that you've been working on music. Have you been working on any music uh, with the pandemic in mind um honestly no um just because i haven't felt like that's something that's gonna work like or at least work for me right now because i don't find a lot of inspiration from it not mm -hmm. in like oh like it's just nothing it's just like it's just not like the time to do it. You know what I mean? I feel like it's more like something that'll, if I do write something about it, it'll be like in organic from now and it won't be right now. You mm -hmm. know, a lot of it is, a lot of the things that I'm coming out with right now are from, you know, about stuff that happened two years ago or a year ago or five years ago or whatever. So I haven't really done anything about the pandemic and I don't see it anytime soon but maybe it's always possible you never know i mean something you can never know where inspiration you. comes yeah. from so yeah you know like you have i have no clue <laughs> maybe musical musical artists always have inspiration in the weirdest places sometimes too so i mean oh, you could yeah. go ahead and look at a tin can on the floor and be like i could write a song about that yeah I, tin yep. can yep <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, Adele, she's uh, she's got this this uh, new album. A lot of people are looking forward to it right now. And, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and keep an eye on that. Uh, so far, so far, I mean, this 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 pandemic has really done a lot of different like has has made people react in different manners. And now with vaccines, it's made people act even weirder according to what jeremy you're telling me right now that you have anti-vaxxers turning to tiktok for what exactly well um as we know all good medical advice comes from tiktok so that's <laughs> apparently where yeah. uh, where they're going to now so it's the anti-vaxxers who've given in to the mandates are turning to TikTok to find out how to detox their bodies of the vaccine. So they are bathing in a combination of, now let me say, first of all, if they wanna believe this works, let them. The more of them get vaccinated and then go wanna take a bath afterwards and think they don't have it anymore, awesome. Go get the vaccine and take your bath. No, you're right, it'll go away. <laughs> um, but basically they're, <laughs> <laughs> They're soaking in Epsom salts and like organic clay and a mixture of borax and other stuff. And they're claiming that this will eradicate the vaccine from your body. Um, so as I said, I can, you know, I can dispute that 
from a doctor's, you know, what the said very quickly. But in case any of them are watching, I don't want to. Yes, your, your sailing salt and borax, you know, bath is going to get rid of your vaccine. So don't worry about it. Go get it. And then you just take your bath afterwards and everything will be fine. I thought they were, but I could have sworn they were taking advice from Joe Rogan. Well, Joe gets it from TikTok sometimes. I mean, that's where the Invector Mercin or whatever came from. It was a dude in Venezuela who started that BS on in Instagram or TikTok or something. And then they picked it up and now people are eating horse paste. So, you know, as I mean, I've said, you know, I know, I know when I have something seriously medically wrong with me, I go to Joe Rogan. Cause I mean, who else <laughs> would you want to get your medical advice from? I mean, you know, a, a half roided out guy who swears by the carnivore diet and, you know, eats raw liver and believes in all sorts of weird, you know, conspiracy theories. And this is a guy that I would trust Stop. with just anything. Why not? Stop. It's Joe Rogan. Come on. So I Logan. loved I loved Joe. Joe has started to lose it. Joe has gone off the deep end. Okay, I loved Joe for a long time. I loved his it's podcast. All, it's, it, it, it's it's all the stuff that he's been taking. It's making but, uh, something, man. Deep. He's gone. He's lost it. He's he's definitely lost it. I mean, he's literally drinking the Kool Aid, and I don't know what's in the Kool Aid. <laughs> but I mean, McKenna, uh. I, I I I gotta ask you. You know, you come from the TikTok generation. I mean, oh, are you following? No. Are you, are you following? Are you? Fo hey, it's not my fault. It's no. it's 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 Generation no. Z. Come on. No. Uh uh. uh, uh like, don't uh, let me in. Uh uh uh. uh. No. <laughs> no. What? Okay. It's they're all turning to TikTok right now. I I did not grow up with like bones. Morons. And <laughs> Like, everyone always assumes that I grew up with, like, a cell phone and, like, but I, I literally did not. Like, I went to a school that they were like, no. <laughs> and my parents, like, I did not get a phone until I was, like, going into high school. Like, there was, this was not, like, I don't know how to type. Well, then you were thankfully saved from a lot of what, uh, so you know. thrilled, okay? I'm so thrilled. I, like, I'm obsessed with CDs and like oh, records awesome. and stuff so like yeah no i'm i'm great but like don't you dare put me with the tiktok people. i'm not i'm just saying your generation is a part of the tiktok generation <laughs> i didn't i didn't say you no, pers personally i'm not a ucla fan you just keep on rubbing that <laughs> that that more and more don't you fan either but um yeah I <laughs> well i'm glad to hear that you know i mean your tastes in 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 cds and stuff like that is awesome i mean your taste in 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 sports teams that's to be discussed later no, no, no. but <laughs> we'll discuss that one later <laughs> but moving on in speaking of uh sports and everything we're actually talking about uh we're, we're gonna turn it to Dwayne the Rock Johnson who says he pees in water bottles during workouts now what he's basically saying it's not that he drinks it or anything he basically is saying that whenever he's working out at different gyms he can't find a gym that has a bathroom in it so he takes old water bottles and uh un that are not used and he just pees in it and the thing is that he drinks a lot of water he stays really hydrated so he's got a 
good amount of, of water bottles that he uses to pee in. Here's my thing. You are one of Hollywood's top stars. You, I don't know if this is something, if this is something that, you know, because as a W, as a former WWE wrestler, I mean, you were on the road all the time. You had to use gyms in different places. Is this Dwayne becoming now too Hollywood that he can't use a bathroom? Like, I mean, I, I don't believe that the gyms that he goes to don't have bathrooms. Every gym I've gone to well, has a bathroom in it. Yeah, I was going to say, he can go to my gym. I don't First, get it. Let me say, a guy like The Rock does not go to your normal 24-hour fitness or whatever else. Guys True. like that go to these beast garage, hardcore, uh -huh. iron-style gyms that usually at best have one bathroom that's shared and is usually disgusting as that's what be. he said too he said it smells so horrible. in those type of gyms i understand why he might choose to do so because um it can get a little bad i mean my crossfit box thank god was never like that but again those type of places they don't have, you know, shower facilities. They don't have multiple restrooms. Most of them are built out of old garages or warehouses, and you're lucky to have one bathroom. True. But still, I mean... Hey, come on. Now, just from a guy perspective here, I'm sorry. Who hasn't been... What guy hasn't been on a long car ride and had the big gulp or the... That's a uh, car ride. The... That's a car ride, not the gym. Dude, do you think he's standing in front of everybody doing it? Of course, he found somewhere outside or in a corner. He covered himself up. He I know so who that. Cares? I know that. I mean, obviously, he's not going to go ahead and do that. But what I'm saying is, that, come on, just use the bathroom. I mean, you know, hold your breath, get in there, and suck it up. You're a big, you're a freaking six foot plus guy. No, no, but no. Here's the thing that you're not thinking about. Okay, here's the thing. I don't think it's fair to say that he's too Hollywood because I know a lot of people that are from LA um, and from like New York and places that are not like outdoorsy like Oregon and they cannot believe that like people go to the bathroom not in a bathroom. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that is worse than peeing in a water bottle because like, just think about it. Like, that's that's not L.A. at all. An L.A. person would walk out of the gym and go find some, like, overpriced coffee place. Not and, true. And go to a bathroom. Not true. Yes. Not true. Oh, not true. On. No, it's not. I have never done that. I've never done that. If I, if I need to use the bathroom, the only reason why I don't just freaking, you know, pull over and just do it anyways, because if a cop sees you, you get arrested for indecent exposure. And I'm the worst part about it is, not only do you get arrested for that, but you are then put on May on uh, the Megan's Law website, and even because that happened to somebody, that happened to somebody I know. On huh? the let me go. Come to Sorry, New York. Ah. Oh yeah, no, tell me That's, about it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me take it back to what you said though. You pointed out one of the reasons why Dwayne might not feel comfortable. You just said he's a six foot four, two hundred and sixty pound guy. Ha! You know how small those bathrooms yeah. are? If they're filthy, he's getting in I mean, he's surrounded by filth and nasty and he's huge. Those things are tiny. I don't fit in some of them. I mean True. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. You you got a point so again, there. Then. There are reasons, believe me, beyond him just being an elitist. 
I don't yeah. see that at all. I suppose. I suppose that yeah, it could be possible that 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 could be the reason. I mean, he is a big dude, so I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get, go too badly on him because if he were to see me, he would destroy me. Just his <laughs> eye, he would throw his eyelash at me, and I go flying across. He's the, the room, nicest so. guy in the world, from what I've heard. <laughs> no, I heard in that real too. Life. I heard I heard he's a really nice guy. So uh, from that, we go into our sports segment and with our sports segment uh, that is going to be brought to you in part by Balance 7. Uh, Acid is the number one cause of infectious disease. When your body accumulates acid, it's like adding gasoline to a fire. It increases the risk of disease dramatically. Balance 7 has a pH balance plus the only concentrate alkaline on the market. Go to www.balance7.com, enter code word AL for free shipping and savings. So make sure you check that out uh, for if you're looking to get healthy and have a little alkaline in your system, in my opinion. So go ahead and check that Uh, out. Alkaline water is incredibly good for a lot of different things. Uh, It helps with, you know, stomach issues. It helps with skin. It helps with a lot of stuff. So it's it's a great product. Absolutely. Uh, And in sports, this is something that uh, is going to go. This is something that we've been talking about, actually, uh, for a little bit now. And uh, the fact of the matter that uh, my boy Aaron Rodgers decided to screw up really badly. Uh, As we all know, Aaron has was uh, was absent one game because he contracted COVID-19 and he lied to the press by saying that he was immunized uh, many people are still discussing whether or not that was a lie or just uh you know a cop-out <laughs> jeremy has very strong opinions about that but now that we've gone past that portion of it we go to the part where he has been fined for breaking protocol and in our last episode jeremy you actually said that if he does get fined it's gonna be a slap on the wrist and god i hate it when you're right yeah. it was a four, a little bit over fourteen thousand dollar fine that was practically nothing compared a, to what Aaron Rodgers makes. It's yeah. a joke. It's an absolute joke. And even if we don't compare it to the amount that Aaron Rodgers makes, the fact is, let's compare it to other fines in the NFL. You have yeah. more than fifty percent of the players in the NFL right now tweeting and up in arms at the NFL and Rogers basically saying, excuse me, you got a fourteen thousand dollar fine. They fined me forty five thousand dollars for my shirt untucked. Okay? This man put people's lives at risk. He flaunted protocol. He lied to the league. And they find him a third of what they're finding people for, you know, not showing up for an interview or having their shirt on wrong. Or are you joking me? Yeah. It was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. The NFL's got their head up their ass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's it's a it was definitely something that. um yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can't, I can't defend the guy. No matter how much I try to defend him, I know him, you I want to, but I mean, I'm a Packer fan. What can I, I say? Know, I'm, not, you know? I'm not criticizing that, but I know it's natural for you to want to defend him. But you, you haven't even tried with me, which I respect. So, very much so, McKenna. I mean, you've heard about this news. What are your thoughts on the small, little, teeny, tiny find that my boy Aaron Rodgers got? Listen, <laughs> you know, I'm. you know, from this point on, I would love for you to start 
like a TikTok or a podcast that with that could be titled entitled Listen. <laughs> NYU would suspend me. NYU would expel me if this happened. I would not be allowed. Like I don't even have words. Like Come on. Yeah, it's Come ridiculous, on. right? It's 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 something that, you know, I mean, it's something that people I just I I had no words either when I first found out about it. I was just like, "Come on, Aaron, really?" I mean, and then for him to say, "I never lied. I said I was immunized, but I never lied." And I'm just like, when I saw when I saw that, I was like, "That that no, he, he, he lied. That ranked right up there with uh, that depends on what the definition of is is. Yeah. Bill Clinton's famous line under a cross examination <laughs> for. That's what came to mind, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's exactly that is right up there with, you know, well, it depends on what the definition of is is. What? You know, it's it's a blatant it's a blatant miss. I did not inhale. I smoked, but I did not inhale. <laughs> It's technicalities. It's technicalities. It's cop outs. I know. I get it. I, I exactly. personally, I like I said when he said it, and then I, I tried to defend it, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't. There's no way I can defend this. I mean, he's one of my favorite players, one of my top players, one of the top players in the NFL, an incredible athlete. But the fact of the matter that he tried to get away with it, and then only gets a small, teeny tiny slap on the wrist for it. When, like you said, Jeremy, other players have gotten like fined out like hundreds of thousands of dollars just for having their shirts untucked. Give me a break. I mean, that's not fair to the rest of them. But then again, this is the team that 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 gave him the fine, not the league. So the league has to give him a fine. I'm assuming. Well, we'll find out. But the team is also under. threat of penalty and fine from the league because the team helped hide the fact that he wasn't vaccinated from the league that's been that's been admitted and and the nfl is pissed about that so they're coming after green bay as well so i don't know how that shakes out that's going to be a tough one that's going to be a real tough one um i mean so far there hasn't been any other word on that currently so we'll just have to keep an eye on exactly how much uh, this is gonna. This is going to cost uh, Green Bay, uh, and how much more it's going to cost Aaron Rodgers. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, uh, turning our, our attention actually to something that Jeremy you wanted to talk about uh, earlier, involving Will Smith. Obviously, Will Smith has a new book that's coming out, and uh, you actually said that Will Smith is a very compassionate and caring person. I mean, I, I know that he's a great actor. I, I've seen some of the stuff that he's done. Obviously, he has a new movie coming out. Uh, and that's the movie that you're looking forward to as a, as a former tennis player yourself, Jeremy. So what are your, what's, what's going on with Will Smith? Well, first of all, there's going to be a lot of, you know, kind of shock speculation and, and stuff like that, because this book he's released, it talks very candidly and openly about his open sexual relationship he had with Jada while they were married and the swinging they did and the different things. And, you know, people are going to, you know, harp on that for a while, So I wanted to throw this out there because not a lot of people are talking about it. With King Richard coming out, which is the story of 
Venus and Serena Williams and their father and how he helped, you know, shape and protect their careers coming up. Um, Warner Brothers, I believe, is the distributor, has decided on doing the day and date thing. So it's going to be a half and half release where it'll be half in the theaters and half on streaming. Well, I understand we've talked about this before, why productions are doing this. They need the money. Not as many people are going to theaters. There's just not the same amount of crowd, but it does cut into the ticket sales that if that was in your contract, which you can guarantee it was in Wills, that's a percentage he's not going to be seeing. Well, he didn't bitch about himself. He, on the day they announced they were doing that, wrote a letter or an email or contacted every single actor who had points and was going to be affected by this that was on the movie and told them flat out he was making it right out of his own pocket. Wow. It has been confirmed by the other actors and actresses on the movie, and they said it is the most generous thing they've ever seen anybody in the entertainment industry do ever. He's literally covering their losses from those ticket sales out of his own pocket. That's incredible. That's a big chunk, too, that he's yes. giving. Yes. That's absolutely beautiful. I mean, yeah, so, you're right. Dude. Will Smith definitely, man. You don't see that kind of thing in this business that often. And people really aren't talking about it. It was reported a couple of days ago. Um, you know, it's just a small news story I caught on the Google feed, I think. But nobody's talking about it online. It hasn't really been discussed. And I wanted to bring it up because he definitely deserves a lot of props for that, for looking out for. And, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's also for a couple of the pr um, production side people who would have had a tie into that as well. He's basically taking care of everybody. And that's, I mean, that's an amazingly generous and humane thing to do to look out for the people below you who are not going to get the same respect and consideration that Warner Brothers gave you. That's amazing. That's incredible. I mean, having somebody do something like that is just like you said, Jeremy, you don't see that every day. You don't see that at all. That's so insanely that's, rare. That's awesome. Uh, going, uh, let's uh, rewind here, backtracking here for a second, because I'm looking at the feed right now. And the feed's a little bit uh, behind, but we have somebody on there uh, named uh, uh, Carl is actually saying that going back to Green Bay, uh, saying, quote, uh, saying, I think the team was fined 300000 And while the fine is a joke, it is what was agreed upon between the NFL and the players union. I would say the union and more to do with the fine being so low. So that's that's uh, that's very Carl. much a possibility. I, I would agree with that completely, Carl, um, especially because certain penalties have been negotiated again in the collective bargaining agreement. It's just it's an absolutely ridiculous statement to say that a guy who had his shirt untucked was fined three times as much as a guy who put people's lives at risk and blatantly lied to the NFL. I mean, it's it's a joke. No, I completely agree. And uh, I mean, uh, going back, uh, that was just uh, that was just a comment from uh, Carl. A good, going back good to point, Carl. Yep, and uh, going back to uh, to Will Smith and what he's done, McKenna. What's your what's your thoughts on the generosity from Will Smith? I mean, I love it. This is something we talk about in one of my classes. We talk about like, you know, how the pandemic has really shifted the whole. It, like movie industry and how it's kind of like screwing over a lot of actors because of the profits that are 
gained the box office and how like mm -hmm. like what are they gonna do now like how do you write a contract that has to do with like streaming services like it's so hard because you pay a monthly fee like you're not like i guess sometimes like disney plus you pay like extra but it's still like a monthly fee and you're just like you can't have the monthly fee go to every it's just this horribly like complicated thing and it just really screws it up but i mean also you have to look at like what like the times we're in right now like a lot of people aren't going to go to the movie theater so it's yeah. it's such a it's it is such a toss up and i just feel so it's it's just frustrating to think about cuz it's like what do you do mm -hmm. you know what I, I can what can you do no, and I completely agree. But I mean, my, my thing is, and I and I said this before, and Jeremy, uh, I got I got pushback from Jeremy actually when I initially said that having a, a streaming site that actually plays movies that are in theaters on television at home during a pandemic was a good idea. In my opinion, I think what HBO did was a brilliant idea. Uh, the pushback I got from Jeremy was that he, you, I remember you telling me, Jeremy, that that basically people love going to the movies for the experience of it the popcorn uh just having a good time so that that's something that you believed wasn't uh it, it's not that it wasn't a good idea but you believe that it wasn't going to fly too well for a well, long time i i didn't believe that the what it was long term specific, what, what i didn't believe specifically was this would become all we have I think that's where we were addressing it was people were talking about this is going to be the new way we all watch movies. And I was saying, no, people are never going to stop wanting to go to the movies for the movie experience. And as people get more comfortable, you know, being out in the open, you know, being around people, I think numbers will pick up. But I don't think as popular as streaming movies that are in the theaters right now is, I mean, given it's easy, people are generally lazy and, you know, do you want to sit in your pajamas and cuddle up with your loved one and just watch something or do you want to get all dolled up and go pay for something in the theater it's it's an easy choice for a lot of people in what we're dealing with right now but i don't think it's ever going to complete i mean we still haven't lost all drive-ins i mean given sure. they're hard to find but people still yeah. want that nostalgic experience people still enjoy going to that i don't think we're ever going to lose you know the theater experience because people enjoy the experience I mean, I hope not. I, I really hope not. And it's coming from someone that hates going to the movies. <laughs> and I, like, want to go so bad. And it's so funny to bring up drive-ins because um, there's a drive-in, um, like, near my house at home. And it's huge. It is, like, skyrocketed. They took – they normally just run in the summer. And they took, like, a two-week break during the pandemic. And they're just like always running now. And I'm like, this is great because I love the drive-in. I would go to the drive-in way before I would go to an actual movie, please. I've, but, I've never know. been to one. I've never, oh, been, I've always wanted best. to go. That I've always wanted to go. I've gone, I'm 19. <laughs> you gotta get on it, Dave. You've <laughs> lived, you've lived. I haven't lived at all. <laughs> it's so fun. It's I bet. so fun. I bet. I bet. One of these days. One of these. Days I got. It's just like Jeremy said. It's hard to find uh, drive-ins these days. They're very, especially in Los Angeles. It's very hard to find drive-ins around here. Uh, you have to go out into the boondocks to Oregon. go ahead and find. Not even Oregon. I mean, around here in California, they do have them, but you have to go into the outskirts of the city, like mm -hmm. like way out in the outskirts of the city, to find a drive-in. 
I mean, I've, I've passed by, like, on my way to Vegas, driving. I've I've seen drive-ins on my way to Vegas, but they're out in the middle of nowhere, yeah. like Victorville area. You know, it's it's very difficult. I've always wanted to go to them. I've always wanted to go to them, but I've never been able to. So, I mean, one of these days, one of these days I'll be able to, to do it, you know. But for now, uh, I mean, I'm okay with, with being at home watching these movies that are out in theaters because that way I don't have to wait in line. I don't have to deal with. Well, I, I just I just don't like dealing with people that are like loud or obnoxious. I mean, I've had issues like that. I mean, you know, going to a movie theater where Jeremy's loud and obnoxious, and I have to deal with that like all the time. I'm like, dude, can you just like quiet? I mean, I'm trying to watch a movie. I'm the one who shuts the theater up. I am not the one who causes the issue. Don't even start that with me. No, I <laughs> I have I have gotten my I have dug myself in many a hole getting very very upset with people disrupting films and um actually one time had to back down almost an entire movie theater by myself because they turned on me about 45 people and uh <laughs> i had to get a little crazy and convince them that i would take out enough of them that it wasn't worth their time listen oh i'm gonna agree with no i have to say like it bothers me so much when people take like photos in the middle of watching the movie and I'm like, what are you? And then they like, post it on social media and they're like, Star Wars. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, you did not just see Star Wars. You were on your phone. Like, I know, like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That stuff drives me crazy. I get it. And we got uh, we got people on the stream. Actually, Derek is saying uh, in regards to the, the drive-ins, he's, he's saying, uh, and it doesn't get any better than sneaking in in a truck of a car, in the trunk of a car. In the trunk, absolutely. If you, haven't <laughs> you go to drive-ins. In, if you haven't snuck into a drive-in in the trunk of a car, you haven't lived. Please don't do it. It's bad. But, you know, as a dumb kid, <laughs> yes, I did. I'm sorry. It, I'll admit it. As a dumb kid, we did it. My brother stuck me in the back of his in, in his trunk, and we snuck into the drive-thru, so he didn't have to pay the extra ticket. I'll admit it. We did. But... Uh, that was that was a coming of age thing throughout the drive-in era. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, man. I mean, like I said, it's 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 kind of like sneaking into the movie theater, you know. Like it's 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 not the same, obviously, because it's not a drive-in, but it's sneaking into a movie theater. You're still sneaking in one or another. And I did that as a kid. I did that maybe once, maybe twice. I know, right? I'm horrible. I'm a horrible, horrible human being. But anyways, uh, well, moving on for other reasons. For other reasons, yeah. But uh, in other news. Uh, former NBA uh, player's daughter, former Chicago Bull, uh, uh, Corey Benjamin, had to issue an apology to the parents and anybody else because his daughter, during a youth basketball game, and I saw the video on this, and you could go on abc7.com to see the video of this, where this young lady is playing basketball, and suddenly this other player walks past, she turns to the other player and sucker punches her so hard, knocks her down to the floor, and she's knocked out. And she continues playing. Obviously, you know, other things happened after that. But this young girl that she punched has now a concussion because of it. And um, Benjamin had to go ahead and issue an apology uh, saying that this is not how I raised my daughter. To the young lady who was punched by my daughter during a youth basketball game, I sincerely apologize to you, and I am praying for your complete healing, both physically and emotionally. 
To her family, I deeply apologize and regret that this happened to your daughter, as she did not deserve this to happen to her. Finally, I apologize to all of those who have been impacted and hurt by the actions of my daughter, as well as those of her mother. I am here for your family and wish only the best for you. As a father, I'm shocked and disappointed at my daughter's behavior, as this is not a reflection of the values and standards that my family holds, nor does it exemplify the values, character, and spirit of sportsmanship that the game of basketball requires. My daughter made a mistake, one that she will need to make right. I am committed to getting my daughter any help she may need and support her in taking accountability for her conduct. Now... Here's my thing. Kids take their idols uh, very seriously and they want to be like their idols. Now, I don't know if this young lady has been watching a lot of uh, what I'm, I'm sure she has about what's going on in basketball and everything. But just recently, we had players throw punches. I believe it was in a recent play- game a couple of days ago uh, involving one of the players, Jovovich, went ahead and slammed. He elbowed this dude. Onto the ground. And I mean, uh, obviously he, he did it as retaliation because the other player shoved him a bit and Jovovich just elbowed him to the ground. Obviously when the player went down, he, he, he did a uh, soccer move where he was he like, Oh my it. God, it's, so, it. it's hurting. He totally sold it. But the point is that these young kids are watching. They're watching these actions and believe, Hey, it's okay to go ahead and play this kind of basketball on the court. If the adults are doing it, why not us? And here's, here's taking it to the next level. Shaq actually was okay with this. Shaquille O'Neal was okay with this. According to, to, to what he was saying uh, um, in one of the news reports, it's not okay. This is not fun. This is not good because you all are examples for these young teens that want to grow up to be professional athletes like you. Now, doing so. Real quick, can I clarify? Because I need to know. Were you saying that Shaq was okay with the Jovovich situation or this little girl decking the the Jovovich? The Jovovich situation. We need to. We need to clarify that because that's not what it sounded like. I would be very shocked if Shaq was fine with this little yeah, girl no. getting concussed. No, so. but I mean, in, in him being fine though with Jovovich is still not good. It's still not. It's still not. It's still not a good example. I mean, it's it's not right for him to be fine because then I'm like, well, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, you know, MVP and multi champion is okay with it. Then maybe it's okay that we go ahead and do it. Come on, really? I mean, we we got Derek saying uh, on the stream saying sounds like her idol might have been Ron Artest. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Kenny, you definitely look like you got something to say on this one. Yeah. Listen. Listen. I love it. I love it. NBA games. I can't even tell you how long. I can't even tell you. I've been going to basketball games with my dad since forever. And, well, okay, you know what? No, I'm going to start off with I'm telling you, there is a template that is of like those, like addressing the situation letters that celebrities have i'm there is a template because mm-hmm. everything you read i knew exactly what you were going to say next i was like okay now he's going to address the problem and now he's going to get the uh, and i was just like like come on like give me something new like <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, no but like it's the same exact wording it's like mm-hmm. i'm sorry to the person it affected now i'm sorry to everyone else that it affected and i'm like now i'm gonna help da 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 and now i'm gonna like yeah, and I'm like, come on, 
get some different wording. Like we all see right through that. Like who's writing this? I'm sure there's publicists. There's one person that's writing all of these. Oh yeah. And it's just like, I've run out of like synonyms for this word. And I'm just going to like, use this one template and just like insert name here is what it's <laughs> um but other than that <laughs> um i've been going to basketball games forever and like you know i've i've seen some kerfuffles i'll say mm-hmm. and not great ones and the refs the feelings that i have with refs is a whole other thing that I'm not even going to get into. It's probably the same feelings we all have as, as sports fanatics <laughs> too. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm, maybe I'm a little biased. I don't think I'm biased. I, <laughs> my, like the team that I support, the Blazers, like, I feel like, you know, they're, I've never seen anything necessarily like, like super violent that I've seen Ooh. like other. Because you're young. No, I know. I mean, <laughs> since me since me going, I know there was like a whole moment. I I know there was a whole moment. Um, but like since I've been going, like mm-hmm. ever at the games that I've seen, like these, you know, kerfuffles, it's always been the other team, specifically a certain team that I'm not going to name. Um, <laughs> and I just, I every time I'm like, are you gonna call it? that's it yeah yeah i understand completely i mean it's i would call it back i i i love what you said about the template because absolutely that was that just sounded like every other person's you know every time this kind of thing happens but i would call a little bit of bs on Corey in that maybe this is how he taught or not what he taught her at home but go ahead and google Corey benjamin fights The dude was throwing fists constantly. He had an attitude in the league. He got into many, many, many fist fights throughout his career. So you can teach a kid one thing, but when you're showing them something completely different in your career and the way you carry yourself on the court, what do you think is going to make the biggest impact on them? Well, it kind of reminds me of that old... uh drugs commercial where the kid's like where'd you get this or the the dad's like where'd you get this who gave it to you from you dad i learned it from watching you you know i mean that's exactly what this is it's the same exact thing and i got i remember uh, i mean specifically i remember Corey benjamin was was a you know an aggressive defender he was a guy who didn't back down from other players and he got into fisticuffs a lot so you know if you want to teach your kids not to throw punches how about don't yeah, exactly. You know. Facts on facts. And we got on the streamer, we got uh, Delia saying exactly same wording. Only thing missing was going to rehab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's very true. That's that's actually very true. Well, that's the news. In case you haven't heard it, thank you so much for uh, being here with us. Uh, McKenna, I got to ask, uh, how can people stalk you on social media? Um. Uh, you can find me on hold, Instagram. Hold, hold, hold on, before you say that, you gotta say listen. Okay. Listen. <laughs> on Instagram, um, M C K E N A Lee, or you can find me on my website, McKennaCamille.com, and all my social media is listed there. My YouTube, all of that. Awesome, awesome. And speaking of YouTube, uh, you have your brand new song that just came out, Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, what's what's that song about exactly? 
Um, it's about thinking about your perfect summer. And then it's, it's, I call it like my one person duet. It's like thinking about your perfect summer, but then like you're in your perfect summer. So, which is what the music video is about. It's going back and forth between me talking about it and reminiscing and being in it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I mean, with that being said, Jeremy, always a displeasure with you as you always. Uh, awful dealing with you and having to stare at your face as always. McKenna, love it. That was great talking with you. Thank you for helping me beat him up a little bit. Of course, of course. Anytime. That hurts. That hurts, guys. Listen, give me a call. I'll be right back. Awesome. <laughs> we'll love to have you back on the show again, McKenna. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Uh, go ahead and click that notification button because we are moving to YouTube in less than a week. So make sure all of you that are watching us on Facebook, head over to YouTube, subscribe. We also have a GoFundMe page to go ahead and give us better equipment so we could uh, bring you the best quality this show has to offer. Unfortunately, Jeremy is here, so that's not the best quality. That's okay. Okay. for you guys it raises the <laughs> bar for you don't worry about it everybody have a great weekend we hope to see you again on monday for another episode of the navarro miller report at 6 p.m pacific standard time we leave you now with mckenna camille's strawberry shortcake we'll see you next time everyone